right. Now I want to hear how moderately vain Monica is. Well, I'm not vain in the sense that I'm not like always putting on makeup or I don't do my nails or anything, but I do try to take care of my skin. And this past Friday, I I don't even know why I had to look at myself either in the mirror or in my camera. I think I was taking a picture of something, but I was taking like a selfie of something behind me. And I noticed mm-hmm. when I smile, my teeth look black. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? Black. My teeth look licorice? black. I don't know. So then I, I, I got panicked, but I couldn't look at it that night because I was busy. So the next morning I went to the bathroom. I'm like, why did my teeth look black? Were they just because of what I ate? And I looked at my front teeth and they're blue. Because I've been eating on a healthy diet for like the past few months. And one of my favorite things to eat is a blueberry, blackberry, raspberry, banana, Greek yogurt, peanut butter shake. So it's been dyeing my teeth blue. I eat blueberries constantly. I know. Well, I don't, I, I brush, I, I, I brush my teeth every day. So I don't know what happened. So that shouldn't like make violet bow regard. Yeah. Yeah. That shouldn't make I am blue. so like now I don't want to smile because I'm like, People are going to see like blue teeth. It's hilarious. Just they don't look blue to me. I am. That's what I've been doing. I started baking soda and peroxide. Yeah, (laughs) they don't look blue, Monica. Not right now. No, they're right here. It's in the middle. But well, to be fair, she's got a lot of light on her. It could be just altering. (laughs) Thanks, Demetrius. It's like it's like a flash photo. (laughs) He's saying the lights make it look better. Exactly. I'm actually gonna try. I heard somebody said to me that you could get mail order Invisalign. I'm going to try to get yeah. that, and it fixes it in, like, eight weeks or something. Don't they have to do the model of your teeth for that? Yeah, thing? they send you the stuff, it's, and you do it. Yeah, it's all a kit now. Oh, jeez. It's wow. much cheaper. You scared I'll me bet. when you said mail order. Yeah, I know. I'm glad you That's finished what I was it thinking. with Invisalign. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Mail order <laughs> groom for me. All right. Where do you want to start? Well, I, I told you guys, I I need to get to the crux of the problem here, because... You know, when I lived on the East Coast and, uh, you know, I heard about Burning Man, I was like, that is so intriguing. I want to do that at some point in my life. That's like a bucket list item. And then I moved out to Reno. And now I hate with every ounce of my being, every burner that comes through this city. Is that what they're called? They're called burners. Yikes. Wait, have they made Reno like... Is there more like populated now because of the of the festival? It's only like a one week or a week and a half maybe mm-hmm. festival. Mm-hmm. And n- now, mind you, I understand they're bothering no one. They're taking it out into the desert. Mm-hmm. Seventy five thousand people, right? Bunch of hippies. No, you know, money. No, you're not allowed to have money there. You can bring in stuff. You can bring in whatever you want, but. I don't know what it is. I can't stand them with what, every ounce of my being. I, I try to think about the some of the things like, you know, <sighs> cyclists, how I hate cyclists. How do you I, have an opinion of them, though? What's been like your engagement so with them? So they come back from from their retreat and they come into Reno and they just infiltrate. They're like cockroaches. And they eat at the diners when they're done. And then they, because it's all muddy out there this year. It was all muddy. They come back and they overrun the car washes. They park their dirty ass trailers in the casino lots and on the side of the road. It's just a shithole. Like today, I was driving home. I saw a bunch of them outside one of the casinos. There's a dumpster out there. And they're all throwing everything into the dumpster. And, you know, I understand they're not throwing it out in nature. 
but they're not paying for that dumpster. I'm sure the casino's paying for that dumpster for their own trash, but they just come and just take over and do whatever they want. Every dumpster around here is completely filled with burner trash. You know, why don't they take it home with them? That would be a better idea. It's just frustrating. So are you saying that Reno is just busier now? Because Has has it been busier these past 10 days? Because it just finished, right? Traffic. Yeah, the last few days since it let out, the traffic kicked up and all this stuff. So you've just been seeing the burner people. I got to hear about it at work. I got to hear about it at work because a couple of people go from work. Mm -hmm. And all I think is just you dirty idiot. That's all I think. I I can't help it. I know. It's wrong of me. But you want to go, though. I wanted to go until I moved out here and saw what it really was. So you don't like the people behind it, so you don't want to have the experience anymore. Yes. I I think that's what it is. I feel like, and I know we never bring politics into this, but I just feel like they're just so far left that there's no return for these people. And I could be completely wrong. But every single one of them that I see, and I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a middle of the ground. I, I don't agree with far right. I don't agree with far left. Monica, you could squint your eyes all you want. <laughs> but the bottom line is I voted Democrat before. Okay. I just don't like it. I don't like it. Okay. So what is it about a, the Burning Man thing that used to appeal to you? I guess. What made you want to experience it? I guess it was the hedonistic side of it. You know, you that's what makes me want. want to experience it. Right. I just like, want to, there's so there's a lot to see. There's a lot of stuff to experience. I'm like there's a voyeur in me. That, yes, exactly. Like right. there's that side of it. There's that weird kind of side of it. Yeah. But now I just think about how dirty everybody looks when they come out of there, and I don't want to see anybody naked there. But <laughs> but this year was special, Brian, because it rained a lot, so there was a lot of mud everywhere. They were like sinking into the mud. So were they dirty last year? Yes. They were dusty, dirty last year. Because they've been were, in the desert, so that's not surprising. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what they do is they come back and their cars are just completely covered with dust. They go to the dry, you know, the, the car washes. They spray everything all over. There's dust everywhere when they're driving down the roads. They're bringing up, bringing back all the rocks. Like Reno doesn't have enough rocks in it. I have to replace two windshields since I've been here. I've had three flat tires. They, it's just disgusting. Like I go to the diner today for lunch and. A bunch of them came in and they just look filthy. They just look filthy. And all of them wanted to go use the bathroom to go clean themselves. Like, I'm sorry. I get it. It's not their fault. It's a fun thing. But it lost its appeal when I moved out here. Because you saw the, um, the what it the dirty, looks like. Like after. literally the dirty, the dirty side, side, of side of it. Literally. And I feel like, and I, if I'm being completely honest now, I feel like they're just a bunch of hypocrites. Why? You know, why? Whoa, why? 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 Because I, here they are, and they 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 talk about being free, and they don't bring money. You can't bring money in there. That I didn't know. Yeah, you're not allowed to bring money in. No, you can't pay for anything. But yeah, you have to buy tickets to get in. Exactly, Monica. And those ticket that ticket cost covers what everything, it, like your space. It depends on what you want to do. You can you can get a space. You can bring a trailer in. You can do a bunch of stuff. If you want to just go bare bones tent, you know what I mean? Bring your own food? You yeah, bring you bring your in. own food and stuff. All of your stuff. Yes, yeah. you bring everything in that will help you survive for a week. Where do they go to the bathroom? Exactly, Monica. I don't know. 
What, what, uh, why can't they bring money? Does anybody know? Because it's it's like this world that they live in, right? They want to bring back because they- the whole point is to is to uh, exchange stuff and exchange art and exchange ideas. So you know, yes. like you, somebody gives out beer that you don't they don't charge for the beer, but then you get you uh, they give you something back in return, maybe something of their Got jewelry it. yeah. it's or like their a barter art. System. So yeah, it's like Got a bartering it. system, but it's like all about the art and uh, sharing. It's like art. A commi- they, they, what do they call it? They call it commitification. Oh. Like where you commit uh commitifiers like you know you Is it like a co-op maybe? Um let me see. I looked it up at one point and it said something about wait, hold on. Um the term uh com- commodity means something that is bought and sold. So what they do is they try to decommodify themselves or uncommodify themselves where they basically go out there and try you know they live off a barter system. Okay? And I think it's really weird because they spend thousands and thousands of dollars on food and drink i saw a couple people before it started at costco just loading up on alcohol like i saw them with like cases and cases of vodka right then they had to spend thousand a couple thousand dollars to get into the thing so here these people are who want to live (laughs) where they're you know they're they're not yeah commodities but they spend anywhere between one and ten thousand dollars to be there well, we know that people can't live without buying stuff. Buying we, stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. People can't live. The, I mean, we live in a very capitalistic society, whether people want to admit it or not. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes their creature comforts, right? Yes. So, And they go out there for a week and they, they, oh, I'm this, I'm artsy, I'm that. And then they go right back to their tech jobs and they make their, you know, their six figures with, with well, ease. Okay. I can't speak to these people because I don't know them, but- being somebody that feels like it's a place where they can go and be a hundred percent whatever they want to be for I get a time it. I get outside it. of the confines of society norms and um, it's like a it's a thing of self expression I imagine right yeah yeah I completely agree with you but they can yeah. go live off the grid if they want there's plenty no, of places could, yeah. around here you can go live off the grid you ain't got to do yeah. it once once a week for for a, once a year for a week. Well, maybe they want to do it temporarily. Maybe they just want to like let their hair down for a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I get it. And I'm you're sure. probably 100% right. And they are absolutely <laughs> warranted because life is difficult and it's stressful. And this is probably a wonderful thing. I can't stand them for it, though. I don't know why. It I, sounds like you can't stand them because of what they're doing societally or. I don't know. I've never been there. I'm like, I'm like so stupid. I'm dumb to it. I have no clue. I'm an idiot when it comes to Burning Man. I have no clue. You wouldn't last a day, Brian. I'm sorry, but I wouldn't last being a day. in the dirt know in the desert with like no way to get creature comforts. <laughs> yes. And no having to share porta potties, I don't think so. And I, I I hear these stories that people come back with and they show me pictures and stuff like that, and I'm like, why? Like like why? But you know, they love it. And God bless them for loving it. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know what it is. Uh, something's come over me. They have taken over the cyclist to hate. I wonder if it's because you have anxiety with uh, uncleanliness. Maybe. And, hypocr- and hypocrisy. But I would say, who cares if they're hypocrites? You're right. You're absolutely right. You're 100% right. I'm not going to argue with you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm an idiot for this. I get it. I just don't like them anymore. I just, I can't. Like, we went out to lunch today and, and my coworker was like, why do you care so much? I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to talk about it tonight on the podcast, though, trying to figure out why I don't know. Because it was driving me nuts. Well, it sounds more like you don't – it's not like – I think your interest in what they what you were interested in seeing it for 
has taken a back seat to what you've observed with them yes. coming into your city. Right. Yes. So it's not so much that you care what they're doing when they're there so much as it seems like you care what they do when they leave. Yes. They're just like, they take all of that crap and all this city's already crappy. Let's, let's put it, let's be fair. This city is a shithole. There's homeless everywhere you look. It's, it's ridiculous. Okay. But the bottom line is they, they talk about how clean and I, I mean, how hippie they are and all this. And they come in and throw their trash everywhere. The dumpsters are overfilled. They just throw them next to them. They don't bring them home. Yeah. Yeah. I have a big issue with people not taking care of their own stuff. Like I don't like it when, when people don't. Yeah, I mean, you should be responsible. You should be accountable. Like, I'm huge into that. Does Reno have a, a anti-dumping law? Like, you can't dump in a dumpster if it's not yours? I, I, I don't know. I, I they don't should. Care about, I don't care about the city that much to care about that, but I do care because I'm in it right now. I know it sounds like I'm a stupid hip, hip, yeah, hypocrite right now, but I will say, though, there was some hot-looking chicks that came into that diner. Oh, they sure. Were dirty as F. But I was like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. But, bleh. I'm kind of picturing the girl. Remember the girl in Californication that... Yes. Yes. I know exactly he hangs what you're up, He hooks about. up with her. She steals his guitar. Steals and then his it guitar. Back. Steals his brings album. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, a, that's, what I, that's what I picture when I think Burning Man. Yeah, me right. too. Yeah. But she was the clean version of it. You know? You mean the girl in Californication yes. was? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't all muddy. That's true. Yeah, she was just a hippie enjoying her life. Yeah. She didn't yeah, need yeah. to go out in the desert and be a slob for a week. Well, she was just uh, always just on her roller skates on the Venice. Imagining the uncleanliness of it all. And that's what know. really bothers idiot. you. I'm the idiot. That Maybe can. he just wants people to be that self-expressioned in all life. And not like, have yes. to go to the desert and get dirty to do it. That's what I'm talking about, Tess. I think that's what it is. Just if be a whore all the time. <laughs> yes. If you want to put on a show for the world, then go do it every day. Don't just do so it that's once what a week. You're saying it's hypocrisy because yes, yes. That's how I kind of. I think that's what it is. I, I think that if you but people don't have the freedom to do that, like they, okay, say why not? They can't. Look at my lifestyle, they have right? To get money to pay for stuff, even just basic food yeah. necessities. For one week, they don't need to do that. But they can't live out there forever, Brian. Because why not? They could go live off the grid and grow their own vegetables. Not and stuff in the like desert. That. People do it. There's TV shows. They don't have to be in the desert. You know, they I can go someplace else. You know, I just read a story about this uh, sister, this mother and her 14 year old son and her sister. They decided they didn't want to be part of society anymore and succumb to the capitalist nature of of the world, whatever. So they decided to go live off the grid somewhere in the Rocky Mountains, I think. Well, mm-hmm. oh, they geez. found them dead. So, hey, that's, so Brian, that's survival of the fittest. But, oh my God, Brian. You got to know what you're doing. Monica, you're, you're talking about the guy who wants Thanos, Thanos to snap I his know. fingers. Okay. But they, bottom line is, yes, they go away for a week and a half and live off the grid, whatever, but they can't survive it. And not everybody wants to die, Brian. Well, some people just want to let their hair down. They just want an experience. Yes. They just, not everybody that's going to Burning Man is like, needs to do it. Like for me, like what I always found interesting about it wasn't something that I wanted to be part of my everyday life. I don't know enough about it. I might not be able to survive out there, but I'm right. just saying like, <laughs> like I'm, I mean, it's a real ignorant standpoint that I have about it. Cause I've just always heard the, like the sexy, interesting part of it. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't go out there cause I don't like the heat and I don't, I don't like dry heat. So, well, I kind of live with that all the time. Yeah, I, I'm just, the, I, here's the thing. I almost feel like at some point I need to do it to get, you still my, feel this way? 
Yes. Like the part of me today was like, maybe it's something I need to experience, but I need to experience it with the right people. One day. Just to say, okay, maybe I was wrong. Maybe you're not such an a-hole. Maybe I was just always the a-hole. Maybe there's a jealousy that says, I can't do it. I, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I can't do it anymore. It's not me. Or, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I agree with Tess. I think you should try to experience it once. Just, uh, make sure you take like a glamper, you know, cabin or something. Well, well who's to say you don't have to go for a week. You no. can go for three days. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm the idiot that says you're just so ignorant to the whole thing. Don't knock it till you try it. I don't know. And that's another thing. I need to find out where the money goes to. Like, who gets the, who, yeah, it's just public land, right? I mean, who gets the money? There's 75,000 people and it's a minimum of a thousand dollars a person. From my understanding is that the town, you know, because it's called, I think it's called like Rock City, Nevada or something or Dry Rock City, Nevada. I don't know. It has like a, a there's an actual city for Burning Man, but the city only right. exists during Burning Man for the rest of the year. It's just empty. I just, I, I, does the city get the money? Maybe. I don't know. Well, there's got to be some costs, some setup costs. There's got to be some mm-hmm. costs. Security. Some I'm sure there's security. Yeah. If people are Look drinking. Look how much money that is. Yeah. Minimum. That's $75 yeah. million, dollars, right? It's not a lot of money when you, when you talk about a city. No. I know, but if they get the money, right? And if and let me trust $75 million out here, if you're not in Lake Tahoe or, you know what I mean? $75 million, it lasts like three three lifetimes out here. I'm talking about outside and the, where they're at. But there's big tents and there's things that go on and there's like... You have to take it all out. Everything that you bring in, you have to take so it out. So who brings that stuff in? I mean, you, like... You would bring it in. So Burning Man doesn't... Nobody does any setup for Burning Man. Nobody... There's no... I, Burning Man Association that sets up certain... Yes, there is. It's called the Burning Man Project. Is the organization that annually plans, manages, and builds Burning Man on the dry lake of the Black Rock Desert in northwestern Nevada. The company coordinates the year-round behind-the-scenes work needed to build and remove a temporary city of 80,000 people. And the owner is Marion Goodell? First of all... Mm. Call Marion. Marion's got a racket going on. <laughs> and the land is leased from the Federal Bureau of Land Management. So they have to lease the land. They have to pay okay, for the for land. for a week. They have to pay for the land for a week. More than yes, a week. It's considered right? private clothes for the duration of the event, but for the rest of the year, it's considered public property. Yes. So basically, they build a couple of statues. Mm-hmm. People bring their artwork in. They do this. They have to take it all out. But for $75 million, you know what your labor force would look like? I just think it's a big scam. Probably is. I don't know enough about it to say. I really don't. But I'm going to take out a loan, buy a bunch of acreage out there and do my own. It's like anything. People are paying for an experience. Yeah, I'm going to call it flickering woman <laughs> instead of burning man. I'm going to start my own <laughs> thing. Then you have to do like a like a at the end of the uh, event or towards the end. I think it was on Thursday. They have the actual burning man. Ritual. Yes, they burn. Where they put a yes. man on, you know, they set up a man on wood. Oh, the wooden man costs like $75 yes. million, dollars. Brian. I'm being sarcastic. I, I, that's probably what it is, Monica. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I had to talk about it. It's been bothering me all week. I get off your chest. But now that it's off my chest, maybe I do need to go experience it once in my life. 
But you can't go there and hate on everybody while you're there. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> I have to just engross myself in the experience. Yeah. And I stress on the gross. You, know, you, you, know, you never know. You could probably come out filthy, yelling, something <laughs> trash. Going, I had a great time. This was awesome. <laughs> so I'm going to change the subject a little bit because I experienced something this weekend with um, M. And she was a little mad at me, even though it kind of benefited her. So I'm just going to come out right and say it. Like, I experienced some serious white privilege this weekend. That's a new thing for you? Yeah. Well, I, you know, this, the, <laughs> let me Let me say this. Good one, Demetrius. Because, because I'm oblivious to it. Ah, uh, okay. Okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just oblivious. I've never really noticed it. Because I'm just like, this is how we're, this is how it is, right? This, I, I ask for something, I get it. I pay for something, I get it. You know, it, I don't think about that because I've been... Sure. And I'm like, grew up in a world where I don't have to think about it. I've been living in a very blessed world, but we went down to a lake and we rented, we were renting a canoe. And there was like three canoes left or two canoes left, whatever it was. And there was a Middle Eastern family in front of us. And the guy was talking to the the guy at the counter saying, I want to rent, you know, a jet ski. I want to rent the. He wanted to rent everything under the sun, right? And I'm standing there patiently behind him, you know. And the guy was changing his mind over and over again. So the guy says, can you just step aside so I can help the people behind you? And then you can just kind of make up your mind what you want to do. So he says, sir, can you step forward? And it was me. So I walked up. He goes, I'm just tired of dealing with those people. Can you just tell me what you want? I'll give it to you. <laughs> I said, I just want that canoe right there. because it's yours. Just sign the sheet. Have a good day. And that was it. So M was like, you should have told him, no, it's not fair. They should go first. And I looked at her and I said, fuck that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Like it's because I thought of it like this. I didn't jump in front of the line. I didn't expect him to treat me that way. I was the beneficiary of it and I didn't complain about it, but she thought that I should have said something. So what do you think? Was he frustrated with him because of his nationality or was he frustrated with him because he couldn't make up his mind? I think it was a 50 split. Both. Yes. Okay. Did the guy have an accent? A big one. Yeah, I'm sure. So I don't know. Am I wrong for not feeling bad? No. Okay. <laughs> Not at all. I mean, but like you, you said, you you've explained to yourself before you even uh, started talking. You this is not something you think about. No, not e yeah, I don't. My question would be: Let's say you were a Middle Eastern man, or you were not white. Mm -hmm. Do you think you would have? He would have treated you the same way. No, this guy was as white as a snowflake. There was no way he was going to treat me the same way. But you're not assuming that just because I, he was white, he, like... I don't know what I'm assuming, because he was very perturbed with these people, and he said, I don't want to deal with these people. <laughs> so... Well, that's a very... Yeah, now, I don't know if that meant, but... you know, sometimes you just say these people, you don't mean the color of them or the the race, it's just... That's what I was asking, people. if it was because they were indecisive or because They were of very race, indecisive, but... yes. But... I think it was compounded because I could see the frustration growing on him. And I just stood back and I didn't, you know, I was in no hurry. Was there more people in line besides you or just you? 
Uh, no, there was other people behind us. Because I'm wondering if he was getting stressed about the amount of time it was taking holding up the line. Well, when I say there was other people behind us, there was maybe one or two people behind us. There wasn't like a, a long line. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody could have been taken care of. If he would have just said to the guy, can you step aside until you know and then I'll help you as soon as you're ready. He did. And he didn't make those comments to you yes. and he made you pay, everything would have been fine. I paid. I still, but for, to be clear, I did have to pay for it. I didn't just. Oh, you did. Oh, 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 and yeah, he yeah. said whatever you want. I didn't yeah, know he just said which, whichever vessel I wanted. Oh, to get on I see. Deal. I see. So if he was just like saying, "Look, I want to take care of this line. Let me know as soon as you're ready," that wouldn't have come off that way at all. Absolutely There's not. A, and he didn't say that. These people well, he did say that, but then he followed it up with, you know, these people are driving me nuts. You know, I don't want to deal with these people yeah, right well, now. Well, did he say yeah. that line in front of them where they could hear? Well, he kind of whispered it to me. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was kind of like a... Like, like, you, like you yeah. Get from, me, bro, right? You get yeah, me. Yeah, like from one, <laughs> from right, one you, kind you know, of the next. Right? Yes. Yeah. You get me, white guy. You get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you were wrong for yeah. stepping up to the front because he called you. It's not he like, did. you know, you told him I'm coming up, you know, or you dictated what was supposed to happen. So I don't think you were wrong for taking your place in line. He was the one that called you up. So. And it was funny because I was only standing there for about three minutes tops. Mm-hmm. It wasn't long. And he goes, well, you know, I just want to appreciate your patience and everything. He goes, well, you know, keep it for an extra 15 minutes while you're out there. And M was like, that, no, that definitely <laughs> would be favors now. privilege. Yeah. That definitely would be privilege. But the fact yeah, that you recognize the fact that you recognize that he, if you had not been white, he would have treated you differently. It's not your fault. I see. I told them it wasn't my fault. And I think and actually I think it's good that you recognize that. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> I don't, I'm like, I feel like an ass because I feel like I hate all these burner people. But at least I stepped up and said I had white privilege. <laughs> Yin and Yang. I think what what I'm saying is that not that you stepped up and admitted you have white privilege, but that you you recognized that if you were if you look different, you would not have been treated the same. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely not. There's no way on earth I would have been treated any differently than they were being treated. But then the other side of it is I'd like to think that if I was of that, I wouldn't be so annoying. Because I'm not gonna lie, they were annoying. I mean, I was listening to the whole thing. I mean... Okay, (laughs) I'm sorry, but it was annoying. Maybe they never get out, and they're excited about going on this thing, so they want to try everything, but they don't have enough money to do everything. Oh, they had enough money. Oh, they did? The jet skis were like $200 an hour, and they were deciding how many they wanted. Oh. You know, so it wasn't... Money is not an issue, Mm. okay? It was just... You know, I think a lot of things... I think there was more... Their problem was more of a rich person's problem, not... I, I I feel that way too, Monica. It sounds like they were just really indecisive. Yeah, they but, were. But but I feel Monica's right. I think a lot. Like I've experienced a lot of people from that side of the world feeling a lot of privilege when they come to America because they have money and they you know they have caste systems and stuff over there where they talk down to people and then they bring that same attitude over here and people over here don't like it. Well, how do you think a rich person? who was not Middle Eastern would have acted. Then. Probably the same exact way. I think it was a rich person's problem, not a Middle Eastern I, problem. I, I think just... it was a mixture. Mm-hmm. I think that there was three piece, there was three paint swabs on the, on the palette and they mixed them all together and that was the problem. I just kept my mouth shut and I was white and I got what I wanted. 
So that's that's what would I'm you, Would you have felt less guilty if he did? Oh, wait, mind you, I, I didn't feel guilty at all, just so you know. <laughs> I don't want you to think I felt guilty. Fair. Okay. Fair. <laughs> would you? Would it have been a better situation uh, for your significant other, you'd think, if mm-hmm. they didn't have made the comment to you? Yes. I do. I do. Yeah, I think that I think that's what the bottom line here is. Yeah. Is that that comment was made. If he yes, just would have told them, yeah. let me know as soon as you're ready, and then took the next customer, it wouldn't yeah. have been an issue. And then just you're right. and I, I agreed with you, Tess, 100%. I completely yeah. agree. But he that's... did make the comment. And I then I kind of got a little like weird with her. I was like, you should be happy. <laughs> We got we got the canoe we wanted. It's right there. <laughs> don't look a give horse in the mouth, lady. <laughs> exactly right. Don't look a don't look a gifted horse in the mouth, lady. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can I can I can't. Well, understand. because she experienced that. I know. She's experienced it. I know. Being, she you know, would. She's a she's, she's when she lived in Texas. They would ask her all the time. Well, or tell her all the time. Well, you speak real good for. For a Japanese girl, you speak real good English for a Japanese girl. She's like, I've lived here my whole life. My family's fourth generation for crying out loud. What are you talking about? So she just, you know, she she's experienced this stuff. She's sensitive to those. Uh, she is. I yes, get those, why. I those. get why she got upset. I completely get yeah. why she got upset. She doesn't see. She doesn't even understand how good she's got. It. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep reminding her every night, man. You're with me. You will be privileged. Yes, oh you get goodness. you will get some privilege. Yes, Tess is looking at you like, "Oh, my adoring cousin." Oh, God. <laughs> Stick with me. Uh, this white male privilege will get you far, lady. <laughs> Until it doesn't, <laughs> and then we'll bitch about it. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. So I talked about Burning Man and white privilege. I think those two are synonymous, honestly. <laughs> That's fair. What do you guys want to talk about? Um, lately, I've been really into learning to dance. It's one of my bucket list items. What kind of dance are you learning? No, nothing special. Like no ballroom dancing, no line dancing, no Latin dancing, just regular dance. I haven't. We talked about this recently about when we talked in the episode about if somebody danced well they had sex well you know and i was mm-hmm. like hey wait a minute wait maybe somebody has sex well but they don't have the confidence to be out on a dance floor because that was always me right <laughs> i always had moves in the bedroom and i didn't have moves on the dance floor because i was too self-conscious on the dance floor so now i'm like i want to learn how to move on the dance floor because if i learn how to move i'll have more confidence to be out on a dance floor mm-hmm. so i just i was i started dancing last weekend at tim's show and then i danced again this weekend at two of tim's shows and then last night, Rachel and I spent some time like looking at YouTube videos because she was going to teach me to dance. And she was just like, just just feel the music. And I'm like, I don't do anything just on feeling. I'm a thinker. Mm-hmm. I can't just I can't just feel the music like I need to learn some steps. So she's like, all you have to do is like and I'm like, no, that's that. Nope. Mm, I can't do that. It's kind of like, Brian, when you told me when I was trying to think up, like I wanted to write music to my lyrics, you're like, well, what do you hear? And I'm like. I don't hear anything. Remember when yeah, you were telling me what I do you hear that. when you yep, like I don't 100%. hear anything. Like you can't can't make something where there's nothing. So anyway, we put on some YouTube videos and I learned some dance steps and then we put on some dance music and we were dancing all over the living room and it felt really, really good. Can I ask you a question? Are you learning sure. from black people or white people? 
Because it makes a One difference. couple was a white couple and the other woman was a, I think she was Russian or something. I don't know. She was teaching like sexy hip movements and stuff. Hmm. But I only watched a few videos. I want to watch a whole lot more. I watched a video, an Instagram video, and some black comedian was on. He was talking about how white people dance compared to black people. He said yeah. white people dance like a baby learning to walk. <laughs> <He's> yeah. like, <laughs> tripping and falling. Yeah. And he said, it's not your fault. You know, you have no rhythm. So... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Who's who are you learning from? Well, I mean, there's a person, a, a Latin dancer on Instagram that I saw that I want to look up her videos, and I'm I'm willing to learn from all different nationalities because I want to learn different styles of dance anyway. But I only watched a few last night, so. So you watched some lessons and you danced at two or three of Tim's shows. Did the sex get any better when you got home? No, I. I no, she no. was saying that she's already good <laughs> with sex. She just wants I have to no match problem with the that. dancing like, with the sex. No, no, I know. I know you don't have any problem with that, but I'm saying, did it enhance it? Because you got a little bit more movie groovy? Well, I, I danced at a few of Tim's shows, but I haven't had sex since doing the dance lessons last night. So, okay. <laughs> Tess, is Tim a good dancer? He's a goofy dancer. Like, he dances for go- like goofily when he wants to be goofy, but he's not like one to just get on the dance floor and dance. But he, when he has fun, he does it in a comical way. So, oh, okay. I guess my answer is he's not a dancer, but he'll do it like when he's being goofy and having fun. See, my I make the mistake all the time. Like even at Christmas parties and stuff, I always look to see what Joel's doing because he looks so cool doing it. But I can't pull it off. I it's not even close to being able to pull it off. What is it that you can't pull off? Like Joel is like he he's just, just got such he just moves like and he's so smooth, <laughs> but he doesn't like go swag. like he's like, not like all swag over the off place. the charts yeah. like. Like he's if not, swag was like a like a Fahrenheit, it'd be like Jesus. boiling water. Yeah, like he, you know, like if you if you count calculate the percentage of his body that's moving when he's dancing, it's probably twenty five percent. Most people are like fifty percent, but he yes. does like this twenty five percent movement, and it's just so cool. And it's to it the, it's got it's rhythm. Like slow motion too. Yeah, it's no so matter if the song could be like, and don't even and he's like. Don't even get his wife starting to dance with him because the two of yeah. them look excellent together. That's what, yeah. I can't believe they don't have like 30 kids. They probably have so much fun. I agree. A hundred percent. And you know, and you know what I love about when he dances with his wife is that they have so much chemistry together. Mm-hmm. Like they fit together. Like, yep. These two people That's are cool. meant to be married. I love yes. looking at them. I love looking at them all the time. A hundred percent. They mm-hmm. are perfect together Mm -hmm. and there's no way i could dance like that it just would never look good so i i'm like i can't even try to do that now he's ruined that move for me and it's like 25 percent move so let's go back to your comment then about how people that are good dancers are good in the bedroom like you made it sound like it was like one and the same but you had confidence in the bedroom but you're saying you could never dance i don't know it's different in the bedroom i just I'm just, uh, I've just been naturally gifted in I the bedroom. I just asked a question. <laughs> uh, Joel has been absolutely probably gifted in both arenas. I don't know. <laughs> uh, for me, it's, for me, it's, it's just lack of, it was always lack of confidence, not liking being the center of attention or people being able to see me that free. I'm like not that free with my body in public. So I think that was something I have to get over because like, I love the idea of dancing. I love it. Yeah. I, I just think- assume that anytime Joel has sex, I just hear Barry White playing. 
Yeah, it, yeah. It could be like the most. Yeah, oh, honey, let's get a quickie, and then, and then all of a sudden, Barry White comes on, yeah, or, or like just something smooth, like Sade comes on. You know what I mean? Like when I do it, it's like I don't know, like Duran Duran or Hall and Oates or something. I don't feel that same great bands. Great <laughs> bands. <laughs> Timeless, right? Oh, uh, it's just not as smooth. You know what we should do, Brian, when we go on that cruise? We should make a point to just dance like Elaine from Seinfeld. Oh, just go for it. That's what I'm talking about. That way we don't How have to worry dance? about if we look good or not. <laughs> we know we look bad, but we're still having fun. Oh my god. Tess, you've never seen the Elaine <gasps> dance? You've never no, seen that the episode? Tess? They just had the competition not too long ago. Yes, I no saw the videos. Really? I saw the videos yeah. of the women doing the, and, the and they were kick. pretty good. <laughs> the women who were trying out were really good, and they had the dresses that and was everything. So great, it was funny. Yes, yeah, she dresses like the Amish. Yeah, but like the competition, all the women were dressed just like that. <laughs> it was hilarious. Are you looking it up, Tess? I am because I want to yeah. see it. So, yeah, I think that when we get on that cruise, Monica, I'm going to have to just dance like nobody's watching. Yeah. And just do what I want to do. Yeah. If there's a club with like that has fully lit room, we're not going to go there because that that's no fun. No, 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 no. I, I, I as much as a strobe light thing scares me. Yeah. I'd well, it doesn't have to have a strobe light. light. It just have like soft lighting. But I always hate it when people have parties and the full lighting is on the dance floor. It's like, why do you do that? Hmm. Right? What's what on the, the dance, dance floor? floor really like full, crowded. like the like full the lighting? dance floor is fully lit. Monica, she looks like she's having floor? a seizure. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and she thinks she's a great dancer. Yeah, and nobody knows wow. how to tell her she's not. <laughs> but Monica, what if the dance floor is really, really crowded? That's even better. Nobody's going to see us. Okay. Don't you remember at the last show you were at at Tim's show, Brian? There was a guy punching and kicking. Oh yeah, and was, that was and so And there was weird. a whole space all around him. The dance floor was crowded. Yeah, there was a huge space around him. Nobody wanted to get punched or kicked. <laughs> it was, it, That's cute. <laughs> it was funny because it wasn't like it wasn't like an aggressive like mosh pit punch and kick. It was his dance. This is his move. dance style. Yeah, it was like like fist pump and then a kick to the left and a kick to the right. It was almost like Elaine. <laughs> the he was. Version. He was dancing like that. Yeah, he was. And it was mm, kicking. And then kick to the yeah. left, kick to the right. It was like on the dance floor. Yeah. That yes. is so funny. Hey, he was having the time of his life. Oh, he, he was. was. He was an older gentleman, too, yeah. and he was having a good time. Yeah. There was a wide berth around the mouth. <laughs> yes. I want to be that guy, Monica. We won't. We won't. <laughs> I want to be a little bit, you know, between Joel and that old guy. Yeah. <laughs> there are a, a lot of medium. people. We don't have to worry about anybody looking at us because they'll be looking at every, you know, the, the really good looking people. I'm in trouble, Monica. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wanted to learn some basics, you know, like some variations on the step touch and then how to add the upper body because mm-hmm. I wasn't loose with my upper body and then how to add more hips because I wasn't loose with my hips. I mean, I could do the general like side to side and, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. I could do normal. Could bob your I just head. want to learn a few more steps to mix it up. So I wasn't always doing the same thing. Am I, am and I Rachel's going? a fantastic dancer. She's just like so loose with her body. Like the night I met her, she was dancing a lot and I've just never been that loose. Was it a panty peeler? <laughs> I wasn't thinking that the night I met her, but I mean, she's a good dancer. She moves well. So mm-hmm. yeah, she's very sexy when she dances. Yeah, the cooler answer would have been like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I really yeah. wasn't thinking about that when I saw her, but yes, it yeah, was very it sexy. Been. <laughs> Come it on, been. 
Does anybody else here make the mistake of watching television and seeing all like the choreographed moves for like a song and stuff and then think they can do that? Yeah, everybody does that. No. Because okay, I do that too. Yes, Monica, I do that too. You see stuff and you think you can do it? Like, you know, when they chore- there's a there's a song that comes out and it's like in a movie or something where somebody may do a choreographed dance to the song or something. And you think, yeah. man, that looks really good the whole time. Like West Side Story type? Well, without the... No, La La Land. Uh, yeah, yes. But... <laughs> like La La Land dancing. You know the fr- the opening scene? Yeah. Yeah, like you dance. Yes. yes. In musicals. Like the musicals. I'm not going to lie. I just had to watch. Yeah. Well, I don't... All right. Full disclosure. I didn't have to watch. I said to the kid, you want to watch High School Musical? <laughs> <laughs> I watched all those movies. I love them. So I'm watching them all dance. I'm like, all right, step left one, step right two, arm kick, arm kick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I try to learn how to dance quietly, but then I don't go dancing anyway, so it doesn't matter. I'm at the age right now. Where I feel like we still look like cougars and panthers, whatever we are. What, what's the guy? I think he's just an old guy. An old guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar daddy? Maybe sugar daddy? I want to be like the silver fox. There we go. So I'm at the stage right now where I can put on a blazer and dance and I still kind of look okay. Are you doing it for the looks or are you doing it for the feels? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. I'm not going to lie. There are clubs where the majority of people who go there are like older people. It's not a young club. You just have to be able to find it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I, there is one here in Jersey. It's in Franklin Lakes. And, and unfortunately, that's the one where my cousins and I got into a bar fight. But <laughs> they do exist. Monica, I'm sure you're not on the blacklist. You, you, you're, you're okay. I would, I would go there again. It was nice. Is that the story where you said somebody bumped into you? Uh-huh, or you bumped they, into somebody, somebody bumped into my cousin's husband and started oh, beating up. Right. And we got kicked out of the club. And it wasn't our fault. <laughs> If I learn to dance, I just need to be able to, I'm sorry, and I don't mean this in about, I need to learn the black way of dancing. I don't want to learn anybody's white way of dancing. The white way is not the white way. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Isn't the same moves, just like certain people have more rhythm? Is it really different? But how can every black person have rhythm? Come on. What I'm hearing is you need to hang out with Joel. That's what I'm hearing. Yes. <laughs> yes. More Maybe often. Maybe you need to ask him to teach you how to dance. Yeah. I'm like, Joel, come on. Man. I, I, here's my fear. I know I'm going to be taught, but I'm not going to take the direction as well as I would like. And it's not going to look as good. It's just, I, I don't know. I just don't think I could pull it off. D, are you, look, you're a good dancer. You don't even have to tell me whether you are or not. It's just <laughs> born into you. Like, <laughs> You're not being stereotypical at all. <laughs> we apologize to our listeners right now. So how do you guys do it? How does it happen that you guys are... Face it, music, dancing, guys are Okay, Brian, how- I have met black people that did not know how to dance. No, I don't believe you. They're I not, do not believe you. Uh, yeah, they, they do exist, Brian. I nope. have met them. I, have I met refuse them. to believe that because I've never seen it, ever. Well, they're probably not out there dancing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that, but you know what's great about black people? They're so smooth, they can have a good reason for standing on the sideline. And you'd believe oh my them. Goodness. Right? It's not like a white guy would say, oh, no, no, I can't dance for shit. Black guy would like, that ain't my song. <laughs> I'm like, shit. It's not his song. Okay, right. They probably don't have a playlist for him this week. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Oh, oh, shit. Oh, that's funny. 
Does anybody have any closing thoughts on me being an idiot about Burning Man? I think we covered that one in pretty good <laughs> Yeah, you're an idiot, right? Yeah, I think the conclusion was you need to go once. <laughs> All right. And continue to eat blueberries. Just watch out about them staining your teeth. Dude, I've been eating like six ounces at a time for like six years. I have no idea. That's Maybe it's just uh, my, my teeth. Maybe you ought to let the milkman stain them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. That being said, I'd like to thank our 14 listeners. Tune in next week. We'll have some more shit to talk about. And I want to apologize to all you burners out there. I'm sure you're doing the right thing. Clean up your trash. That's our show for today. Special thanks to our producer for all of his hard work on the show. And thanks to you for listening in to our lively discussion. What is your impression, or better yet, experience with Burning Man? We'd love to hear the other side. Let us know by contacting us, or better yet, come on the show and tell us about it. You can reach us by email at 2.5chickspod at gmail.com. You can also message us on Instagram at 2.5chicks, and make sure you're following us. We hope you're already subscribed to our podcast. If not, get it done. Make sure you never miss an episode. We'll be back soon.